This is the EPLOG audio experience. Film is clearly a sophisticated art, possibly the most important art of the 20th century with a rather complex history of theory and practice, writes James Monaco in his book How to Read a Film. So far in our podcast, The Artists, we have had filmmakers, writers, critics, programmers from some of the top film festivals, musicians, thinkers, defining their combinatorial skills. We at Metaphysical Lab have been striving to expand the realm of our podcast, which in turn gives a wider uh, canvas to the understanding of our experiences. And also we have tied up with Epilog Media, the podcasting network. So you can find us on their website, epilogmedia slash the artists. And of course, you can continue to listen to us on the platforms that you choose from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to GeoSavan to Google Podcast. Everything is mentioned in the description. And of course, you can reach us uh, on the WhatsApp number and our email ID. I'm your host, Suchita, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful journey ahead with all of you. Merry, Merry Christmas, guys, and a happy, happy year coming your way. So grateful to be doing this final episode for the year 2021 as we move to 2022. And so grateful to all you listeners who are tuned in for this final episode as well. A slight confession, we have not been very consistent this year with the episodes, but we hope to catch up the coming year and bring more interesting, amazing conversations, talks, interviews, experiences that will hopefully enrich your being. And the guest for today is one of my favorite actors when I saw her in Monsoon Wedding in the year 2001 and hopefully yours too. Please help me in welcoming Vasundara Das. Vasundara is a multifaceted, multilingual personality successfully straddling many worlds. Well known for her skill in both the film and the music industries, Vasundara's films include Hey Ram, which was in Tamil and Hindi, Monsoon Wedding, which was in English, Citizen, which was again in Tamil, Ravana Prabhu, which was in Malayalam, Lankesh, Patrike, which was in Kannada, and several others. As an entrepreneur, Vasundara, along with partner Roberto Narayan, are the pioneers of the drum circle movement in corporate India and run Drum Jam. Find her at drumjam.in. Hi guys, welcome to the Artist Podcast and today we have with us the exquisite Vasundara Das. Vasundara, thank you for taking our time and being part of the Artist Podcast. Hi Suchita, it's great to be here. Vasundara, I'm going to sort of start with uh, my favorite film, Monsoon Wedding, where you were the center actor. How was it working with Meera Naren Monsoon Wedding in 2001? Um, It was amazing. Uh, she's uh, an amazing storyteller and uh, of course um, you know her films are always extremely memorable people don't forget her stories and her you know her way of telling them Hmm. so it was definitely a privilege to be in that movie especially with everybody that was working on it Mm -hmm. just talking about uh, Mira you know it was the cast and you know the technical uh, team that was working on the film. It was just an amazing, amazing experience very early in my career. 
Yes, and and you played a Delhi girl, and I'm being from Delhi, and I still remember Vasundra that all my guy friends had a huge crush on you. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, Vasundra Das, you know, and of course you must have faced the same in Bangalore or wherever you were around that time. How how did you react to that? I was actually uh, traveling a whole lot because mm. you know, in my choreograph at that particular point of time, I had. things happening simultaneously so i was on concert tours i was in and out of studios uh, recording playback i was um you know traveling a whole lot hmm. so um you know i had varied experiences after the uh, movie came out um in different parts of the world actually and that was quite a trip <laughs> yeah of course and the film uh, went on to win the golden lion at cannes And of course, this was your second film. You had already done Hairam before this. Yes. And that must be like another fabulous. And that was your debut film as an actor. Yes, it was. Um, very unexpected turn of events, I must say, because I wasn't really expecting to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So to find myself in uh, that situation itself was uh, quite something, um, because in my head. up until that time my number one numero uno focus was like mm. nothing else and then to suddenly over the months just before being cast in hairam to start getting you know um offers to be in films and as an actress was really kind of mind blowing in the sense that i i wasn't too sure that i wanted to do it <laughs> wow to begin with you know mm. Because, uh, i just felt like i was probably in a different world and i might have needed a little bit of a you know a little bit of a background in in uh, acting before getting into it or you know whatever but um, but you know how they say you know you you kind of encounter things along the way and you weigh the pros and cons and then you just uh, decide how deep you want to plunge yes absolutely so of course you did not have a background in acting did you decide at that point that you should take some kind of crash course did you do anything to polish your skills at that point when you got the offer um so there was no time really to do that because mm. um, i went in for a screen test and 3 days later we were shooting wow <laughs> <laughs> so there was no time so i would say my acting school was on the sets of hiram um and of course i had the best teacher mr kamal hasan yes of course of course <laughs> so um it was amazing because he could you know he could extract performances out of people especially because he had been in the shoes of an actor and then for me with you know my connection with him um he would always tell me i know what it's like to be a hesitant actor because he says my first love is dance and mm. you know i i found myself in um, acting shoes you know like uh, quite by default and had to go with it so i kind of understand that you know your first you know your passions are in music and then you're finding yourself in the situation and then you you know you need to just apply your creative passions into this it's completely different medium um but then at the end of the day the emotions are what are at play and mm. but you know bring out the best performances uh, that people can offer 
beautiful end of the day emotions are at play it's 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 such an act of fate you know i constantly ask this that there are thousands of people who come to mumbai struggling to wanting to become an actor mm-hmm. and then suddenly you know somebody in the universe somewhere just gets it so effortlessly and i'm like why does that happen so tell me vasundra you know did did you after that after you did the film how seriously you started taking acting as a career did you did you did you go around sort of again getting into some kind of a skill set do you think after when you when you now uh think about it do you think that it's something that people need to be trained for well there are two schools of thought in mm. my case um, you know a lot of what happened was pretty spontaneous mm. um and also you know when you're in that place where you're kind of you're just out of your first film people have suddenly seen you they want to cast you immediately into another film and that's pretty much what was going on hmm. i had uh, i had quite a few people wanting to work with me right after heram and so there really wasn't time after heram released for me to kind of say no i'm going to go back and i'm going to do these workshops and i'm going to blah 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 hmm for the simple reason that um, you know there was another set to be at already mm. to be working with and then if there was time um off of uh, film sets then i was in recording studios recording music with mm. music composers so there was really no kind of breathing space at that particular point mm. time yeah um so uh, you can't press pause at that point Yes. But that definitely helps to have skill sets and to kind of have um you know not only entirely depend on instinct but also on skill. Hmm. Uh but I honestly, you know, I hadn't had that background, so I had to pretty much rely on the experience that I was gathering along the way. Mhm. Uh, and also sort of rely on my artistic instinct because I wasn't exactly a non, you know, like a non-artistic person as coming from a different medium. into this medium so you know that's so that was a lot you know there was a lot of application of that into a different output wasn't at that point when you were going with the flow and you did so fantastically well going through different language films you you went from hindi english multiple languages malayalam kannada where do you think as an artist the source of creation or the source of performance was coming from i think to me the most important thing was was the character that had been written out for me was that uh communicating with me or not you know in the sense mm-hmm. that do i feel a a real connection with that do i want to play that particular role you know those were the things that were on my mind and i didn't come from again you know this not being this incredible um ichha you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yes i know I, you know my pure and end all is to work in films is not what i came from right mm. it was music so i was quite discerning in terms of what i was willing to do and what, what i wasn't willing to do so if it if it was a film that didn't really have much going on in the character that i was supposed to be had other things to fill my time with so um so for me really it 
it depended on the role pretty much um and every second that i was on a film set i had to always sort of be able to be at peace with the fact that i wasn't in a recording studio mm. <laughs> yes <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah uh, so for me it was as simple as that so that was the kind of role that i wanted to be playing something that was uh quite um pivotal in the story that was being told otherwise i didn't want to be in it one has to be also realistic you know this was the time when people were starting only starting to tell uh stories with interesting roles for women hmm up until then somehow we had fallen out of because there was a time in the 70s and the 60s that there was there were some phenomenal roles for women hmm. and then suddenly women had become this you know dolled up item song or just songs you know something had happened and yes. the, and the the importance of the woman was not always i can't really generalize but i feel like in indian cinema we had kind of taken a back seat for a couple of decades at the time when i started doing films we were just about seeing stories again that were being told from a kind of a neutral space where women were being written better and so there was kind of this hopeful promise of amazing roles that could come up, come by um but still not every film that you came across was one of those so i had my fair share of uh, readings and um narrations where you know just in rock my boat <laughs> <laughs> and of course now the scenario has changed again uh in the ott space and we have more meaty roles and women center protagonist yeah 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 it's very heartening to see yes so if somebody comes across are you still open we'll going see. with acting we'll see because you know, i i don't believe in closing any doors yes um but also you know one must be realistic that time has flown <laughs> hmm. Hmm. and um, you know we we evolve um in our own way you know through the years and we find uh, different paths that become a lot more relevant to us along the way you know what i mean mm yes and of course uh, vasundra you're a phenomenally successful singer musician with 4.3 plus million followers on spotify and i was like how does that feel like i think that it's you know i i wait in terms of love in the sense that something that you did has touched someone very deeply somewhere and mm. that why they kind of want to be connected they want to they want to reach out i mean i have uh, followers on you know on a lot of the social media sites mm. and i constantly keep getting these messages of love and appreciation and i'm really really thankful for it because um something i did meant so much to someone else and that makes it all worthwhile yes absolutely and uh, of course now you're a very successful entrepreneur speaker and you run drum jam with your husband roberto but before that a bit more on drum jam uh, tell me vasundra did you in your journey from being an actor being a singer being an entrepreneur did you find the fundamentals of all three almost like life fundamentals connecting together so at some point you know what we do in the creative space is about connecting with people so for me as a singer it was always you know these uh, concerts that i would give because for me 
the interaction that I would have with audiences live was really the the high, the adrenaline. And so every time I got on stage and I had this these audiences singing along with me and, you know, uh, performances that would, you know, really high energy. Um, it it was what made me tick. And then around um, 2005, 2006, Roberto, who's been a musician too, he's a very well-known drummer in India. Mm. Uh, you know, he got involved in the drum circle uh, movement and uh, he started um, facilitating drum circles in India for corporate. Yes. And then, you know, at one point I went in and started to train for this. He said, you know, that you would get something really amazing out of this. So I went along on one of those trainings to Hawaii uh, to train with our teacher, Arthur Hull. Mm -hmm. And um, really changed my life because it kind of taught me about connection and facilitating human spirit through music and drumming and singing um, and that was something that really really struck a chord because all of this time I had been performing you know I'm an active performer to a passive audience mm. that watching my film or listening to my music or uh, watching me perform on stage so in a sense they're a little passive right mm. unless mm. you really engage with them and I pull them out of their seats and I say okay come on interact with me which is something that I really thrive on when I'm out there in the performance. But then here was something that was giving me uh, tools to get in there and try and see if we could collaborate and we could make spontaneous music in that moment with strangers, with people who we never met before, sometimes even who didn't speak the same language as we did. It was a really, really um, powerful um, a realization of how, how powerful the medium of music is. You know, that we have these tools in our hands and then we can uh, use them to really break down severe and really sort of high walls that people have erected around each of themselves. And then get them communicating, put, you know, put any kind of tension out of the way and get them to be more free and go back to being the children that they used to be. Mm. And playful and allow them to enjoy the experience of communicating with each other without using words. And so this was such a powerful um, way to use music um, in the space of a lot of different things, community building or, you know, just empowerment or, um, you know, activate youth, push them in a different direction or just team build with corporates or um, get people working towards something common, like a common goal. So we started working with really diverse populations, or even get the elderly to feel human again. Because a lot of the time, you know, society just puts them away and says, you can't do anything anymore. So here they were feeling the music and they were just coming out and being themselves. So it was really a powerful um, way to use music. It's mm, beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Powerful way to use music. But did you feel, Basundra, on your journey, that uh, did your challenges as an artist change while you were uh, focusing on your acting and then focusing on your music and then focusing on entrepreneurship? I don't think, I don't look mm. at them as separate because it's sort of so intertwined in terms of the timeline mm. when they were happening. Um, I just feel like the management of it all was what was challenging. Mm. Mm. You know, time 
getting getting from a from a film set to a different a studio in a different city or getting from a studio in some city to a concert arena in some other country you know those were the challenging things more than anything else just the coordination of things and all of that and everybody wants you know when they want you it's like everyone wants you at the same you're trying to be everywhere all of the time and it just it drains yeah. you so um at some point i think you know there was a natural sort of cancellation of what's not important you know when you when you find that your plate is full somehow then things keep piling on top of a full plate you start to kind of trim off the you know the edges and the fat you know <laughs> you say okay i i can do without this or i can you know this is what's more important so right now i want to do that you know so so i think it it brought about a lot more clarity and as i did uh, more films and as i did more recordings and concerts it became pretty evident where i wanted to be and what i wanted to be doing and so that's that's pretty much you know how the you know, you you kind of navigate the the path yes <laughs> yes and I, when when you talk about drum jam it sounds so freeing i was watching a couple of videos on youtube and i said oh my god i so want to do this you know so uh, but of course it is just centered in bangalore or is it also in mumbai so we've been uh, facilitating drum jams all mm. over the country in different countries mm. as well we've been doing drum jams in uh, south asia southeast asia the middle east um there are drum circles that go on wow. all over the world there is a community of uh, facilitators that um, mm. dwell <laughs> wherever you may look but um but you know there's it's there it's out there you just need to seek it out and you'll find it in your in close to you how do you take an mm. individual that enters a group of people and then bring them into a state of group consciousness and then move them between from begin individual consciousness to group consciousness and then let them then have the consciousness of other people playing along with them so they're essentially in an ensemble you know uh, yes. the word ensemble you know mm. the meaning of it, right it's like a group of people that are playing yeah. music together so then become aware of the fact that they are one cog in the wheel mm, in beautiful. the ensemble from that ensemble consciousness how do we bring them into orchestral consciousness where they are playing some really complex mm. music you know they're you know multi-layered polyrhythms yes. but they just don't know it because they've just happened by they didn't think they were musicians and then they sat down and they started playing with some strangers and then they became one with stranger they entrained into this group of people that are playing this particular kind of rhythm or music or they were singing or whatever and then from there they became an ensemble from where they became an orchestra and they didn't even uh-huh. realize it at which point my role as a facilitator is finished and i just leave and they're playing i'd have been playing wow <laughs> forever you know wow and it's a very very empowering experience it's like because a lot of the time what happens is you hear from people when you sort of talk about music the most common narrative you hear from people is mm-hmm. i don't know how to play yes. i don't know how to and you you will be surprised at how mm-hmm. common that is because they've been shut down or they've been laughed at at some point of their life and told that they don't have musical mm-hmm. ability the fact is that if you have heartbeat 
you have rhythm and everybody has a voice which is our primary musical instrument that's accessible to every mm. single one of us we our musicality is at a different level from others and when we come together and we play in community we start to entrain with each other and we start to become you know like it's like that uh, mm-hmm. metronome bass and then there you place two three metronomes on a ledge and they're all in different times and then suddenly at some point as you observe them they start to be in the same you know they they start to become a unison unison yes. that's entrainment so then at some point even the human spirit entrains with everybody mm. that's around them and music wow. gets better and then the the journey from being the individual to then being the orchestra that entrainment that happens gives a sense of empowerment and this mm. is what we do so class i'm not teaching them skills yes. of drumming but i'm trying to give them um a lot of a, a much deeper experience where they feel a connection to other human beings without mm. having said a word it's beautiful it's beautiful almost like life where you know you are connecting the individual consciousness to a group consciousness a wider consciousness of course we all are connect collective consciousness that's driving the journey forward and that's almost like a flow where you become part of this bigger channel a bigger river you know and you flow with the music and the rhythm yeah i think it is so beautiful it it just sounds so beautiful and i'm i'm sure everyone gets into the whole rhythm that's been you know that's been channelized or directed and taken in a certain course and then everybody takes us takes it forward it's facilitated, facilitated <laughs> and taken it forward so it's it's somebody which kind of points you in a very specific direction but a facilitator is somebody that makes you connect to who you are and what you and want and that of course gets an inner transformation in an individual person who is part of it yeah and that sort of really helps everybody specifically in the corporate sector when you're functioning since you guys work a lot with the corporate space as well yes so tell me vasundra Well, and I was just having another recording with somebody, and we were talking about corporate spaces and the challenges <laughs> there, and the high level of, you know, competition versus collaboration. When you're talking about something like drum jam, it's talking about flowing. It's talking about, you know, people coming from various fields and you know being part of this collective. collaboration mm. ha what what do you feel about uh, as an artist yourself that this is complete contradictory to what actually you know happens in the real corporate spaces or anything which is very highly competitive do you do you agree with the with the culture that's been created vis-a-vis something that what you are doing in drum jam they you know come to us when they have something that they need to go after which is a common mm. goal so we're brought into the picture when there is this kind of fragmented um sort of sometimes you know and it again depends on the ethics mm. and the values 
that every single company has. So we're able to get in there and literally in the first five minutes, we are able to assess the kind of work culture that might be um, based on what we see in the circle. Because, you know, the way we facilitate it, um, the way people are seated, you know, these, these are all things that are really important to the success of a session because in our circle, there is no hierarchy. Hmm. Everybody is seated in a 360, in a 180 degree, you know, in, hmm. in a circle. So everyone's equal because you can see exactly the same amount of so the same number of people on either side of you, in front of you. Uh, you can make eye contact. It doesn't matter if you're the MD. It doesn't matter if you're the watchman in the building. Um, you have exactly the same access in that particular 45 minutes to one hour of the session that we're going to be doing. And in that um, experience itself, um, you know, sometimes tables are turned. You know, an MD will look across the room and see um, maybe a, a, a clerk in, in, the, in the whole hierarchy of things, but the clerk's mm. a better drummer than him. That gonna, what is that going to do to, um, you know, the MD's uh, you know, ego? Mm. He has to deal with that in that instant. And if, if his uh, peers or his uh, you know, other people in, in the hierarchy of the system that they've created in their company are looking to him for leadership, he has to step up. So, you know, there are, there are ways to facilitate it. There are narratives that we can use to help them get to where they want to go. And it's highly customizable based on what needs to happen. Um, and that really depends on where the HR wants to take it. Because at the end of the day, in a company, it really depends on what their deliverables mm -hmm. are. How powerful can you can your deliverable be through a different mm -hmm. medium? How do you keep yourself balanced, uh, Vasundra, in terms of you being juggling so many hats? What, what does your daily day look like? Do you do yoga, meditations? Yeah, I mean, I, I do do yoga and music is mm. my meditation. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, singing kind of takes me. And I'm sure you've heard that music is really the shortcut to mindfulness. Yes. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people uh, feel it when they listen to music, you know, whatever the kind of music that really mm. talks to them. It can really take you to a still space or a, a place where you want to just be. Or just be alone, or just be with yourself, or just be grounded. Whatever, whatever the word is hmm. that you use for that you time. Um, just today, I drummed with about five hmm. or six people. But just drumming with five other people gave me so much energy. Just singing with, um, I have a circle singing group uh, that I um, sing with hmm. online, with wow. from all over the world. And just having two hours a week with them gives me the the strength to kind of face anything, you know, like it just allows me um, this space and width of space, you know, like this to just to just be able to stand my ground and deal with whatever I need to deal mm. with through the week. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, some advice to our listeners, to the artists who are in varied professions from films to mu music to, you know, could be thought leaders in today's culture that we are living right now. We are talking about yeah. a lot of hustle. We are talking about you need to trend on the charts to be seen. 
people are constantly putting themselves out there on all the social media handles and you know they want to be seen because they are looking for better opportunities better work what's your stance because i feel i don't i, th- I think you you underplay yourself so much and yet you're, you're out there what's your stance or advice to artists out there that are trying to promote their work or put themselves out there well you know it's a it's a really different world there's this uh, constant need to create content yeah. you know what i mean create content of dif- of different mediums and to be out there and mm. have a <laughs> team behind you that's going to do yeah. x y and z i feel it all you know the crux of it all ends at the quality mm. of your content and that quality of your content is based on your belief in yourself it all boils down to what's important to you mm. what makes you want to get out of bed every morning and think or or feel like you made a difference in your own life or in the life of someone else or whatever it is whatever makes your world mm. shake yes <laughs> you know what yes. i mean so it's 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 a very personal this so i've been asked a lot of times what is your definition mm. of success i think that's a really subjective question because um you know people are mostly expecting you to give certain kinds of answers when you talk about success especially uh, you know when you think of again people in the in the entertainment business or you know people in leadership roles what's the definition of success is it like is it money is it fame mm. is it what is it that's something that you need to answer for yourself and that will give you the way forward and what drives you to get out every morning for me it's simple it's always mm. been the music it's you know on certain days it's just about singing on top of my on the top of my lungs mm. <laughs> certain days it's uh, it's about uh, getting together with a group of people and allowing them to have the gift of their own musicality on some other days it's getting out there and performing to uh, an audience and making them feel like they have this high on music you know you you don't need anything else music can give you such a big high so for me it's always been about the music and how that impacts my interactions with the world hmm that's beautiful beautiful asandra any parting comments one word advice or one word inspiration just feel the beat of your heart and follow it awesome <laughs> follow the beat of your heart and if people have to find you or uh, drum jam week and they uh, any any con- any connections any website address anything that you would like to share so for corporate um, drum jams we are at www.drumjam d r u m j a m . i n and for you know uh, other populations like community building programs like you know we work with the elderly we work with kids we work in hospice we work with caregivers you know different populations that's www.communitydrumjamfoundation.in so that's c o m m u n i t y d r u m j a m f o u n d a t i o n .in all right great we're going to put this in the description as well thank you so much for sundara das for your time such a pleasure thank you suchita
define your success because that definition is going to underline your choices in life and what you will become with that guys have a great happy new year from all of us here at the artist podcast good health happiness blessings and gratitude to each one of you see you in 2022